Julie at Dogcast Radio. If you like dogs, wherever you are in the world, we're the show for you. Hello and welcome to episode 145 of Dogcast Radio. This is the second part of our Crufts coverage. The first part of our Crufts coverage can be found in episode 144, of which there is a video and an audio version. The interviews in this show are audio only. Well, the cameraman has to have some time off, I suppose. We'll also be announcing the winner of our Dogitude giveaway. Coming up first is Reiki Master Rob Fellows. He'll be featuring in the next episode of Dogcast Radio, talking in depth about his work on dogs, using his energy channelling abilities. But in this interview, he was at Crufts helping to promote the work of the wonderful charity Nowzad. So I asked Rob to tell me just what Nowzad do. Well, Nowzad um, rescue... Uh, dogs that are in Afghanistan. Mm. So, um, as as we know, our, our military are currently in conflict in, yeah. in in Afghanistan, and many of the of the soldiers there befriend a lot of the street dogs that are around, and they form a very close bond with them. And when these soldiers finish their tour of duty and they come back to the UK, and uh, in many cases they want to try and either bring the dog back for themselves. Yeah or to just to rescue that dog yeah. and see that dog rehomed somewhere, somewhere in, back, in, back in the United Kingdom. So uh, now that helped to facilitate that process. And as you can imagine, it's not, very, it's not a simple process. No. You can't just <laughs> grab the dog and, and come home with it. So there has to be um, a, a particular um, method to, to try and do that. Obviously, mm. the, the uh, Taliban aren't going to be very favourable of that no. kind of approach. So um, since, since being founded in, in 2007, it was founded by Penn Farthing, mm. who uh, he used to be in the Royal Marines, and he was, he was based in Afghanistan. Um, um, and uh, that's how it all started. You know, yeah. he, he befriended a dog, and uh, kind of the rest is history. Mm. And since then, they've, they've rehomed hundreds of dogs. Yeah. Isn't that amazing, the power of... I always think the power of one person to go, I want to change this, first of all, with Penn. That just all it takes is one person to go, I'm going to do something about this, you know, and as an individual. You, know, you will need to build a team, but you can make a change. Yeah. But the power of a dog to, to get into our hearts... And Absolutely. make us want to help. Absolutely, them, isn't it? I think. I think. I think. Particularly, if you if you think about somebody who's in the military, I mean, I'm I'm not military background. No. But somebody who is in the military, they're away from home, they're away from their from their loved ones. Yeah. They're, they're put into this horrible sort of war zone, mm. um, and you know, and anything that they can, you, you can find that gives you that kind of. Um, um, sort of a, 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 a comfort, comfort yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And that so, you can nurture it. Must and be nurture yeah. and, and, and it, it gives you a bit of normality to a certain extent yeah. when you're in this yeah. horrible environment. Yeah. And so um, it's almost a natural progression, and yeah. you see you can see these animals who are, who are suffering, um, and uh, they, they become your mates while you're over yeah. there, you know. And you and you want to be able to do things to help your friends. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's 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 what's at the core of it. Yeah, yeah. And of course, people can go and find the Nowzad. Um, website or find them on facebook can't yeah, they yeah absolutely they're on facebook yeah so it's it's uh, www.nowzad.com smashing and i mean it, it's well worth supporting and you can even support individual um, animals can't you yeah absolutely you'll you'll find on their on their they're very very proactive with their facebook presence yes, and on yeah. their website and so they, they actually identify particular dogs they're trying to help so you can donate specifically for yeah. that dog or you can, uh, and they'll, they'll give you feedback on how they're getting on, and they'll give yeah. you uh, uh, the, the sort of uh, success stories of how the dog's gone on back in the UK. And it's a, it's very much a, you know, a, a worthwhile cause. And yeah. I'm delighted to. It's my third 
Crufts here as, yeah. as Reiki for Dogs, and it's my third time helping now Zed on their stand, and yeah. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah. I'm here every day this week for about three hours a day, and mm. I'm delighted to do it. Yeah, yeah. So you're also spreading the message about Reiki. Well, absolutely. Um, as you know, I've got my purple shirt on yes. <laughs> uh, with, uh, with uh, Reiki for Dogs on it, and so I'm spreading the word about, about, about Reiki therapy. Mm. Um, I'm, you know, it's, I'm very keen for as many people to mm. understand that they can help their own dogs very quickly, very simply, mm. um, and I train people so they can do it. It takes just a day, or I, I even run a course which is a sort of home study course, and the beauty of that is that as soon as I've done what's called an attunement to Reiki, and absolutely everybody, everybody who's at Crufts today uh, and all week has the ability, the mm. natural inbuilt ability, to do Reiki for themselves, yeah. for their own dogs. Yeah. And, and um, so part of my sort of um, grandiose sort of mission is to actually uh, make people aware that they can do that. Yeah. So, I mean, we have got an in-depth interview coming up about Reiki with your good self. But I, I know one of the things you said was people can try this and not do any damage, can't they? When, yeah. when, you're tra- when you've been trained. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. The, 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 the huge difference between learning how to do Reiki than, than maybe any other kind of training course that people go on is that it doesn't take years of study. What is key to it is, is what's called being attuned to do Reiki so that you can actually physically do it. And that is a little process that one goes through, a really harmless, simple mm. process that one goes through. Um, and um, then once that's happened, you, are, you have the ability... It is kind of triggered from within you to be able to do Reiki. Yeah. It's, as, it's as simple as that. So, yeah, very much so. That's what it's all about. Yeah, brilliant. As I say, we've got the interview coming up in a, I think it may be that next episode. Where can Where can people find out more about you online? Well, I've got uh, two websites I might mm-hmm. want to look at. The first one, they're all www. Uh, the first one is Reiki for Dogs. That's Reiki and then number four, dogsco.uk or to uh, find out more about uh, about the whole aspects of what I do, they can look at robfellowsreiki.com. Brilliant. Have a good craft. Thank you very much. And you too. Now Zad do a wonderful job, and we have all the links mentioned there on the Dogcast Radio site. More from Rob very soon. Now, if you feel like getting a bit fitter and raising money for a good cause, Hounds for Heroes, at the same time, then Fit in Kit might be just what you're looking for. Here's Police Sergeant Gary Bottrell to tell you more. Well, Fitting Kit is um, an initiative uh, to raise money for Hands for Heroes, which is a, a, a charity that um, provides assistance dogs for injured and disabled members of the Armed Forces and Emergency Services. Um, so Fitting Kit is a, is a way to do that um, and a way to uh, improve your fitness and, and have, a, have fun doing so uh, and, and giving yourself a little bit of a challenge as well. Yeah, yeah. So what kind of things can people do? Um, it ranges from... Fairly better. We've, we've we've put four challenges down there um, to give people something to start off with. But you can go off and do something that you want to do your own thing. You can you can if you're a business person, you can swim 100 meters underwater or, or whatever in your suit. Um, anything like that. Anything as bizarre as you want. But we've given um, four different uh, ideas that people can take part in. And, and what are those? Well, that, those ideas are. Um, the first one is a full kit challenge, which is basically if you're a, a fire person or, or, or a mechanic or a, or a chef, you do it in your full mm. uniform um, and you do it, and it's, it's not that far and it's not that difficult, but you are doing it in full kit. Yeah. But for the people who um, are sort of new to fitness or perhaps a bit older or, or a bit younger, we've got the uh, the rookie challenge, which mm. is um, 
one of the ones where you you, you do um, it's a mile run uh, and some sit-ups and press-ups and, and star jumps and things like that and then we go on to the the people who like to go down the gym on a fairly regular basis uh, mm. and want a little bit of a challenge and they're gonna know they've had a workout at the end yeah. of it and that's the top dog challenge yeah and then for the really <laughs> really fit people we've got the hero challenge which is a lot longer run and quite a lot of sit-ups press-ups and that sort of thing to do within a, a, a certain uh, frame of time yeah. Um, and yeah they will have a really really good workout and if they if they do it and they do really well, they can go onto our wall of fame. So mm. we're sort of celebrating people who achieve uh, a lot in in that last challenge. Yeah, yeah. See, my challenge is I work from home, so I'm going to have to do it in pajamas. Really, that's my working. Well, outfit. you know, get together with a team of other people who work from home, and all of you do it in pajamas. Yeah. that'd be great. Okay, that, that could be eye catching, couldn't it? That would be ideal. Maybe for the wrong reasons. <laughs> the crazier it is the better it will be and obviously we would love people to take photographs of themselves doing the challenge mm. and um, ping it into us uh, it's uh, www.fitinkit.com um, we've got the website up and running we can uh, put it on Facebook we can Twitter it and it's going to be great because you can show all your friends what 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 how crazy you've been and what you've done but you're doing it for a great cause and we, we'd like people to, to get together do the fitness challenge um, and then you know, perhaps go for a beer or, or, yeah, or, or, or yeah. something afterwards or have, have something to eat and just have a, have a you know, enjoy the fact that they've actually done a bit of fitness so they can, they can let their hair down and have a, have a, have a bite to eat and um, enjoy yeah. it and, and laugh about what they've done yeah. in their uniforms and pyjamas <laughs> or, or whatever or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and is there a time limit on this do people have to do it by a certain time well the, the challenge runs uh, from uh, in June, from the first of June to the end yeah. of June. So, we, so we've got time to prepare. Yeah, plenty yeah. of time to prepare. We're going to be putting uh, on the website some some training ideas that people can use. Uh, we want to people get people to do it with their dogs if at all possible. Yeah, uh, get some dogs involved. Uh, there'll be challenges for uh, people in wheelchairs uh, and that sort of thing. So we're we're looking to to make it as inclusive as possible yeah. so everybody can take part. We want schools uh, to take part. We want to see fire. Police. Uh, sometimes we want. It would be great to have a challenge to have fire against police and nurses against ambulance and that, that sort of thing. So, we, and on on the web page, we've got um, a gauntlet page where you can you can invite somebody to to, to to the challenge and throw down the gauntlet, so to speak. So into 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 departments at work, you know, into departmental battles can rage <laughs> in the workplace but all with tongue, f- tongue firmly mm. in cheek having, yeah. having fun and doing something good for charity and for a great cause for a great yeah. cause yeah. brilliant are you enjoying crafts? it's brilliant yes met some lovely people and loads and loads of people are really interested in taking this challenge so it's going to be yeah. really interesting excellent well I'm off to buy a new pair of pyjamas then lovely <laughs> thanks Cheers, very Gary. much thank you so you've got time to start training up or pop out and buy pyjamas ready for the fitting kit challenge Sounds like a lot of fun as well as a lot of exercise. And talking of exercise, Jenny Brown and her beagle Tigger were at Crufts demonstrating canicross. That's cross-country running with your dog. But I have to say the weather was a bit grim that day. So I asked Jenny how the demo had gone. Fortunately it was in the main arena and it was just a demonstration trying to show people... uh, um, the sport, yeah. introduce to them how we run with the dogs, and yeah, uh, yeah it was great Brilliant. fun. Okay, well, because <laughs> you are successful in canny cross, aren't you? 
Um, we managed a team, and uh, yes, we were third in uh, the European Championships last year. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and yeah. we came second in the Trophy de Montagne in the French Alps, yeah. which we're going to again this year. Brilliant. Yeah, you're, you're obviously very active. I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Tigger enjoys it as well. Oh, he, I mean... Uh, the demonstration today he was just uncontrollable he knew it was a little <laughs> yeah thought it was a race and uh, yeah he just wanted the, to uh, the atmosphere down there near the arena yes he's alive the dogs yes. know they're on parade in oh, yes. some way don't yes, they it's, definitely, yeah definitely yeah, very, you um, can as sense. soon as Tig gets his uh, racing harness on then that's it he yeah. just wants to go oh, <laughs> lovely but as well as being fast <laughs> he is very clever and he's very clever in with his nose isn't he he certainly is he's mm. a beagle and despite what everybody says dogs can track other dogs and yeah, find them yeah and you've had success you've actually well yeah, I say you you as a team Tigger has actually tracked specific dogs hasn't oh, yes, he yes yeah. very much tell so tell us how he works um we are volunteers for Dog Lost so we either get called out by Dog Lost or we look through all the the list of missing dogs on the Dog Lost website and uh, we go off and uh, try and find these dogs and return them to their owners Um, when we get there we get some item item, uh, belonging to the dog a harness, a collar, a bedding coat, whatever I give it to Tigger and he sniffs it and uh, off we go and hopefully find yeah, the dog yeah and he is looking for that specific yes, dog very much yeah. so yes yeah. very and much i so. know sometimes you've been given an item that was from a multi-dog yes. household yes. and that still hasn't put him off no, has it He's... his first ever mission was to find a two-year-old black lab that had gone missing and that was one of three outdoor working dogs uh, and we successfully found that in uh, temperatures of over 30 degrees which is particularly difficult for tracking but I think his best ever find was a six month old Springer pup oh. that was one of 12 outdoor working dogs Wow! and Tigger was uh, only given a piece of wet carpet that all 12 dogs had played taggy with and he sniffed the carpet he went over to the owner and he sniffed the owner and he worked out one was missing Incredible. and off he went to find it yeah, yeah. Who, who can teach him that? Yeah, he's just one it's in incredible. a million. Yeah. It's incredible. And I, I mean, the, the story I saw you with was Maisie, wasn't it? The, yes. the Cairn Terrier. Yes. So yes. tell us about that one. That story touched everybody's hearts. Um, it was a 79-year-old lady who was walking her Cairn Terrier, Maisie, yeah. in the National Trust Heathland up in Suffolk, and she slipped on the ice and she oh, dropped yeah. the lead. And it was one of these um, extending leads. And obviously, as that bobbed along behind the dog, it frightened the dog. The dog ran off. And that was the last the dog was seen for eight days. And there was snow, and it was minus Mm. eight eight degrees. Um, We were called up after extensive searches. And uh, Tigger was given a coat belonging to Maisie. And two hours later... We found Maisie. (laughs) And she was stuck, wasn't she? Yes, she was. The extending lead had caught um, about 12 times around a gorse bush. And there was only about a foot left of the lead, which she tried to chew through and she couldn't. Um, And so she wasn't able to go off and find food. um, Mm. But she snuggled under this gorse bush, (laughs) which was now covered in snow. And she obviously just ate the snow and kept herself yeah. going. Dogs are amazing. They aren't certainly they? are. Yeah. And when we we found her, her tail was wagging. I picked oh. her up and cuddled her, and she was warm. Yeah, and she was absolutely yeah. fine. You and Tigger are you really are a beacon of, of hope to someone with a dog lost in that situation. I, 
how should how would people find you if they want help looking for their dog? Yeah. How should they help? I think probably find the you? best thing is to go on to Dog Lost. I mean, if anybody does lose a dog, get it registered on Dog Lost. Yeah. Um, that doesn't cost you anything. Um, as soon as it's up on the site, um, email alerts go out to everybody who is a dog loss volunteer in the area, yeah. so they will get help putting posters up. But um, I will either see it on there or dog loss will contact me and say, look, can you go and help these people? Yeah. And it's all on a voluntary basis. Yeah. Um, we just love reuniting dogs oh, with their owners. Brilliant. I hope you go on to reunite many more dogs and owners, so. Jenny. Right. And Tigger. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. I mean, so far, Tigger has reunited about 30 dogs. Yeah. That's yes. that's an incredible achievement. That's, Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm just so proud of him. <laughs> yes, you, you should be. <laughs> With Jenny's compassion and Tigger's amazing nose, they are a real source of hope for those whose dogs are missing. I just don't know where they find the energy for all that activity. On to some more relaxed dogs now. You're listening to Dogcast Radio on www.dogcastradio.com. I wandered down into the Great Dane benching area of Crufts to meet up with Sharon Rose, who owns two beautiful Great Danes. I commented on how peaceful it was among those huge dogs. They're fantastic. I went from Cavalier King Charles Spaniels to Great Danes. Wow. Bit of a change. <laughs> yes. But my son decided he wanted a big dog. Yeah. And yeah. that's what we landed up with. Yeah. And he left home four years later. <laughs> uh, Leaving you. Yeah. They are very big. But they don't take up that much room in the house, do they, I'm told? No. I mean, their beds are three foot square. They curl up. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I'm cruel. My dogs are not allowed on furniture. Most Great Danes actually go take over the sofa. Yeah. The, uh, you get two or three in an adult's bed. Yes. <laughs> and we don't do that. No. Well, I guess with dogs that big, you do have to have some rules in place, don't you? Yes. I mean, you have to. I mean, yes, they are very much part of the family, like anything. But yeah, you've got to be very careful, and they have got to be able. You've got to be able to help them, push them around, and and, and they'll yeah yeah. Yeah. So what is it? Because I've only I brought a Labrador to Crufts, and that was bad enough getting through the crowds with a Labrador. So what's it like bringing a Great Dane through the crowds here? It's something we're, we're so used to. I mean, yeah. I walk. I live in London and walk two Great Danes anyway. Yeah. Um, so I have them close to me, and I just go. Yeah. Do they attract a lot of attention? Yeah. Yeah. We can never. We can't. I live five minutes from a tube station. Yeah. And and I'm stopped about three times and people have got the camera phones so they're always taking the pictures and in fact we have done a fashion show and then we did a collection for Battersea yeah. and people wanting to have their photograph taken we asked for donations and we got a bucket full Brilliant. and we're going up to the Animal Health Trust stand today yeah. and hopefully we're going to do something there and get lots of money Brilliant. yeah, because yeah. they're promoting their new cancer Centre, right. aren't they? Um, yeah. Bellamy's dad actually um, had cancer, so yeah. it's brilliant. Give something back to the breed. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, in it, with a, a breed that big, and they do have quite a short lifespan, don't I've they? I've lost one at 25 months, and one at a few days short, two and a half, and then last one, next one was three years, eight months. That must be heartbreaking. It was, and the the two the the older one of the three. Um, 
um, it wasn't genetic, but the younger two it was. Too many people are breeding with things like epilepsy, wobblers, and I know people that breed with from lines that have got yeah, epilepsy yeah. and they shouldn't be doing yeah. it. It's got to be scrupulous, yeah. hasn't it, the breed? Um, unfortunately, with Great Danes, there are no tests that you have to do to become an assured breeder. But I'm, I'm lucky... The, um, with the, the breeders I've got, um, I've known them a long time, and they've changed colours. And Touchwood, I've got one nearly to five, so I'm really happy. Yeah, yeah. every day's a bonus. Yeah, and you then? can get them to double figures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how long have you shown? Uh, I don't. I try not to take them in the ring. <laughs> how long have you your dogs gone in the ring? Uh, since 2001. Yeah. So if you don't actually go in the ring with them, is it more the social side for you? Yeah. I mean, I don't take it seriously anyway. I go for the social side. My dogs do everything. We do television. We do filming. Um, we do discover dogs. We do fashion shows. Anything to socialise them. Um, and we just enjoy the dogs. And they like going and doing different things and meeting people. Yeah. And that's the important thing with the dog, isn't it? That they can function in the real world with yeah. people and other dogs. We take them to the country park, they're out for five mile runs yeah. and they're off lead the whole time running loose. I do get hold of them when I see any especially small dogs yeah. because I'm worried about the dogs attacking them. Yeah. Because these are I'm very lucky they've got wonderful temperaments. My larger one's 75 kilos and got hit on the nose by my by my Siamese cat yeah. and the dog ran into bed. <laughs> they don't have any idea how big they no, are. They don't. And, I mean, we're just watching one. There's one next to us trying to get on a lady's lap. They, they, they think they're tiny, don't they? They do. I've got pictures of great them. They back. If you're sitting down on the chair, they will back up. So their bottoms on your lap and their front paws are on the floor. Charming breed. They're fantastic, and they're also another thing mine do, which is very important, is their blood donors. Yes. And Tell me about that. They can give obviously a lot. Um, they lots of blood. Um, I think one donation from one of mine actually saved two dogs. Wow. Because they can, they can take over a unit really, yeah. Yeah. Um, and in fact they take no more than a unit, but but they work it with. De- dogs by the size yeah. so if they worked it out they could probably give two units at yeah. a time but they go to a safe yeah, yeah safe, you know definitely safe that's yeah. right yeah and of course because they are so placid i guess they're good for that because they'll sit there and yeah they're, they're happy to do it they're abs- yeah they're, they're doing some aren't you ha- i have to be honest but these two are you can do anything with them they don't necessarily like it but you can now i have to ask because i've never got i did some showing with my lab but we've never actually got onto the, the green carpet at Crufts. Um, so what, what does it mean when your dog goes out on that green carpet at Crufts? You feel wonderful because... But, I mean, it, it isn't that we're lucky. We don't, it's so easy. We don't have any of the preparation. But isn't that, it's a lovely feeling to be here um, and sit... Well, Crufts is the show. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, as I said, there's only 25,000, which sounds a lot, but... say that I'm sure there are plenty of dogs out there in pet homes or rescue dogs that are just as good if not better than the dogs that are on the green carpet. Wherever you are you've got the best dog regardless of what it does. You can't say fairer than that can you?
Sharon's Danes sound lovely and there's a photo of them on the Dogcast Radio site. Did you know that April is National Pet Month? Well, National Pet Month promotes responsible pet ownership across the UK, highlights the important work of pet care professionals and working companion animals, and helps raise money for the nation's pet care charities. Donal Murphy from NOAA, the National Office of Animal Health, was at Crufts promoting National Pet Month, and he told me more. And it's actually National Pet five weeks because it goes from the beginning of April to the first week in May. Yes, indeed, (laughs) yes. And the whole idea behind it is is it's just to encourage people to promote responsible pet ownership, make them aware of the benefits of living with pets, uh, increasing public awareness of the role of pet care specialists, so vets, um, dog trainers, dog groomers and so on. Yeah. And also just to raise the awareness of the value of working and assistance companion animals so it's all pets it's not just dogs and cats although obviously this today has a a dog focus so and each year there is a responsible pet ownership message and our theme for 2013 is your pets and you companions for life Mm, and really what we encourage people to do is to run an event or or else to support a local event if you go on to the National Pet Month website, you can see what events are being run in your area. Yeah. So we're encouraging people to attend at those, even if they don't themselves yeah. wish to organise event and all the, the work that yeah. goes with if, it. If you're feeling a bit more adventurous, you can have a go and organise something yourself. Well, that's either. right. Yeah. Yes, yes. And indeed, uh, in terms of who we would like to see uh, the uh, event supporting, that can be any charity, although obviously we prefer an animal related theme is is best really yeah and obviously I mean our pets do so much for us you know they enhance and enrich our lives so much it's it's good to acknowledge that and celebrate that isn't it absolutely yes yes and particularly in in terms of the companionship that pets give people I mean it's uh, it was only the other day I was reading that uh, the amount of people in the UK who live on their own now and I mean I know myself I lived on my own for many years and at the time I couldn't keep a dog but I'd love to have that one yes you're never alone with a dog because you, you talk to them and they're there and they never disagree with you. Exactly. <laughs> so they're the perfect companion. Yeah, and certainly when you come to an event like this and you see just how much pleasure people get from their dogs, it really is. Yeah. It really just brings it home how much people love their animals and how much happiness they bring to people. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's a, an important aspect of National Pet Month is our pets do so much for us and our dogs do so much for us. We need to make sure we're the best owners we can be for them. Well, Exactly. I mean, obviously, there's, uh, we're fortunate in the UK that we have the National Health Service that provides such good health care to yeah. people, but we don't have something like that for animals, so it's really important for people to be aware of maintaining and preventing animal health problems from arising and also from supporting charities that may uh, be able to help people who can't afford to care for their pets. Yeah, yeah. And really, there's never been more support out there for pet owners, has there? No, I mean, there's a vast amount of information available for people. I mean, I think all of the animal charities have detailed advice and guidance on how to care for their pets and prevent them from uh, becoming ill. We we also uh, have the Pet Health Information website that gives people advice. It's just if, you, if people just Google Pet Health Information, it gives them advice on how to uh, prevent illness in animals and um, 
yeah. and how to just generally care for them because of course in terms of uh, animal health if, if appropriate feeding of animals uh, prevention of pe- uh, medication yeah. all of these things help prevent animals from becoming sick in the first place which is what we all need to do absolutely so let's get out there and celebrate our pets and raise some money as well absolutely that's the end of our second show about crufts don't forget that the first part of our crufts coverage is available as an audio and a video show and includes interviews with actor tony head tea touch expert and behavior counselor sarah fisher trainer nick jones members of the kennel club's heel work to music team and many more We've been running a Dogitude giveaway offer via our social network pages and many thanks to fantastic artist Carol Pavarnik for providing a book for the offer. A winner has been chosen at random and it's Facebook fan of the show, Jill Penny Crow. Congratulations to Jill. A copy of the book of Carol Pavarnik's charming watercolour portraits of dogs is in the post to you. You can hear an interview with Carol about Dogitude in episode 141 of Dogcast Radio. And to find out more, do visit dogitude.com. Our next show will include a fascinating interview with Dr. Brian Hare about his citizen science investigation of dog intelligence, Dognition. And could Reiki help your dog? Find out more from Reiki master Rob Fellows. But until then, look after yourselves and your dogs. Thanks for listening to Dogcast Radio, available from www.dogcastradio.com. That's D-O-G-C-A-S-T radio.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us, and wherever you are in the world, we'd love to hear from you. You can do so in a variety of ways. You can contact us on Skype with the ident Dogcast Radio. That's all one word, Dogcast Radio. By email, you can contact me on Julie at dogcastradio.com When contacting us by email, if you have the facilities, please record your questions or comments and send them to us as an audio file. That way we can include them directly in our programme. We can accept most formats, for example, WAV, MP3. All these methods of contacting us can be found on our website, which is www.dogcastradio.com And as ever, the final word goes to Jenny. How are a dog and a marine biologist alike? One wags a tail, the other tags a whale.